Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Hallelujah. It's always a great joy to come home. This is home. Amen. Uh, I heard about the membership class. Pastor, I want to start my own. Because I've been coming as a congregant. I, I want to be part of it. The word of the Lord for you is that today marks the beginning of new things that he has begun to do here. Put this date, mark it. Today is the beginning of new things that is about to unfold. Let me tell you something. This house is blessed. How many of you have seen an old bag? Like a holder bag. You know, the one that you zip from here to here, a big one. This is a leather bag, very old, but very strong. And the stuff that has been put in was so much that it cannot be closed. And this hand brought this bag. Some of you, some of the things that you were supposed to have, has been released already. It has been delivered. That's a mighty hand with this bag. And it was so full that it cannot be closed. But the things that were in, Pastor, were new things. There are some pending things that by the end of this fasting, and I was watching this as I'm like, what is this? If a hand delivers, then it has been delivered. It means it is personal. It means it is what? Personal. And everything that is being delivered personal has got a name. Until you sign it. Your prayer was signed for your person. You didn't hear what I said. I'm seeing this thing. It will not go to anybody. Your prayer your giving, your fasting will sign this thing by the end of this week. Lift up your hand. May God deliver it to you. May God deliver it to you. 
whoever, whatever, may God deliver to you. May your this your right hand and your left hand touch what God is bringing to you. May this your left hand say my right hand, say my right hand, my left hand will touch what God has designed for me. I receive it, I open it, and I use it for the glory of the Most High God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Pastor, this fasting has hit some ancient gates. It had hit ancient gates. Things that have been locked with satanic padlock has been dismantled. There's going to be an ongoing delivery. This is not by DHL. This is by God himself. And I pray that your heart will connect to collect. Can you say amen? Amen. Lift up your hand. Father, we want to thank you for what you have already done in this house. Our coming here is to add to what your servant is doing. Let me build on it accurately. I ask for divine utterance oil of speech more so made your finger inscribe those things on the tablet of our heart cause our ears to hear what the spirit is saying cause our eyes to perceive what our ears are hearing that our tongue will be able to release it we ask oh God for the capacity to retain to receive and to retain and to release In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. What I'm going to talk about is divine intervention. You may be seated because you are going to stand, I know. It is not by might, but today I'm praying that you will sit. It's the only house that I come, I feel so free. I won't even take off my jacket and take off my shoes. Amen? This house is too free. You know the reason why? You know? You know? If you don't know, say you don't know. Don't pretend. Uh, because of uh, because of uh, you you again this man oh my god why do you get this sense of humor you see this house you are not supposed to be sick because the spirit of the sense of humor is too much here and Mary had do it a medicine when you go to a certain house, me at this day I don't call churches. When you go to a certain house, it's like, like British transport. <laughs> get there, pay, sit, shut up, get down. No movement. But this house, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm going to go like Japanese train. 
very, very fast. Acts chapter 3. When I start preaching and you, you have heard me come here preach, stand up with boldness and say, Pastor Nab, you came here to preach this. Like your pastor said, my problem <laughs> is to preach. Because it's too much. And much is not enough. Because God will give us our deliberate. Acts chapter 3 verse 1 to 10. Quickly. Now Peter and John were going up in the temple at the hour of prayer. Say hour of prayer. prayer. Are we in prayer? Are we fasting? You see anytime the church fasts, supernatural things begin to precipitate. You see it it is fasting that move the flesh out of the way. It takes fasting to move this thing. This thing is our enemy. Forget about the devils. Forget about the deacons or demons, sorry. Like pastor said, some of them are deacons outside there. When they come to the church, they want to become deacons. The moment they have that motive, they are not deacons, they are demons. You come and submit. Fasting will move this flesh so that what is on the inside can talk. God is a spirit. He's a father of all spirits. He does not talk to the body. He talks to the spirit. Are you understanding me? Abraham was making two known. When the promise God promised him, he was just, you know, hoping that the thing is going to fall like manna. One day he was, the Bible says he was in his tent. And he started making out, talking to God outside the tent. Where is the boy? Where is the promise? Where is what you spoke to me? He complained and complained. God said, come out of the tent. And I'll show you something. You cannot, tent means flesh. You cannot be in the flesh and negotiate with God. You must come out of the flesh so that you can communicate with God. Because flesh is a veil that separates us from God. Are you understanding me? The body can be weak, but your spirit can be strong. When you sleep, your body sleeps, but your spirit does not sleep. Am I talking to someone here? So prayer and fasting remove every barrier. That is is why the hour of prayer must, must manifest the glory of God. And this is your fasting. The last week, those of you who have not joined us, pretend and just get in. Because it's never too late. Are you listening to me? You say, and they went for the hour of prayer, being the night hour, when a certain man, someone say a certain man. Can you put your name there? Okay, some of you have forgotten your name already. And a certain man that was lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate door of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask arms of them that entered into the temple, who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked to receive an arm. Verse 4. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. 5. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something. This fast, are you expecting to receive something? Listen to me, that's something you must be specific. 
But this man was expecting something. That doesn't mean that he was expecting anything. He was expecting silver and gold. But Peter verse 6 said, Silver and gold have I none, but what I have that give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk. Seven, and he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk. And he entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And are you ready to praise God? Yes. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they took knowledge of him that it was he that sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. You're about to be amazed. Hmm. Because of time, I will go straight to the point. The Bible says that the man inherited the situation from the womb. He did not design it. He did not ask for it. But something happened in the womb that caused the man to become lame. There are things that we can inherit from the womb. But I pray that this fasting, even today, whatever that inheritance is, if it is not in your favor, you will reverse it. I said we will reverse it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I'm so surprised. The pastor. The person who wrote this account is called Dr. Luke. It means that in his surgery, he might have attempted to heal this man. Every miracle that Dr. Luke documented in the book of Luke. It's exposing what medically cannot do and what God can do. Let me tell you, Dr. Luke was among the doctors who took the woman who had the issue of blood money. He suffered from many physicians, including Dr. Luke. Some of you, I don't know how you read your Bible. People ask me, say, so how do you, how do you, I say, because the Bible, you must be in it. Now, when you look at the man's situation, he inherited this thing from the mother's womb. Sometimes you look at our life, some of the things that we are going through today is as a result of inheritance. Ah, okay, since you were born here, thank God for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. People of God, there are things that we picked from the womb. (coughs) If you don't know how you were conceived, ask your mother. There are stories, different stories about how you were conceived. You have no idea of what a desperate woman would do to have a child. Oh, they are in the church, right? 
but they are reading their palms at Tooting Broadway. All to check and hear confirmation. When people are inherited good things, some of us we are inherited bad things. The Bible says that Ah Timothy, I have observed you. The way you are flowing in the spirit, the way you can take the word and break it down, the way you can speak into people's life, Timothy. I have traced the source. You picked it from your grandmother, Louis. Your mother conceived Eunice and imparted faith. And Eunice conceived you and imparted faith. When others are being taken things that will help them in life from the womb, you are taking disaster and failure. But today, this thing will end. Or oh, you didn't say amen. I said you didn't say amen. destiny was formed in the womb. Look at the patriarchs. Anytime they conceive them, it is about destiny. Anytime they took in and they're about to give them birth and they had a name that went with their destiny. You know the story of Jabez. He, he picked pain. But ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand. Sometimes the womb has become a tomb. That is why Jesus has to go into the tomb to break the power of unproductivity and to break the power of death so that whether you become a Christian or not, as long as you connect with Christ, you will have a womb that will produce life. Because anything that comes out of your womb must live to declare the works of the Lord. Some wombs have become tombs. I don't care. Some of you sometimes you pick in seed and the seed dies. You pick in seed and the seed dies. Something is wrong in the womb. But today, by the sound of my voice, I command that womb, everything that causes the womb not to become fertile, to receive fertility, to receive alignment, to receive a quickening, to receive resurrection in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me show you something. Let me take you to another thing. You see this building? This is the womb. This is the spiritual womb of Caris. This is where you come in. You have been nurtured. 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 Then you begin to grow and go and do exploit. Never look at it as a war. This is a womb. If you are in a womb, ask the baby, he has no choice than to remain. Remain in this womb. That baby that is struggling has no choice that I want to jump into another womb. That baby is connected to the heart of the mother. Where is your connection? Is it in Caris or Jesus Christ versus Satan Ministries? Wherever your umbilical cord has been planted, I cut it in the name of Jesus. Okay. Okay. You know, sometimes I say things 
It's good to laugh. But where is your umbilical cord? Where is your umbilical cord? Who, who is who is nourishing you? No child has the gut to say, Mommy, I'm tired of your food. But look at us. We call ourselves children of God. We get fed up. We get familiar. So we want another umbilical cord to connect. You were born by that woman for a purpose. That's why you were not born into the Smith's family. But you were born into the Japan's family. Because of your assignment. The day we will understand this. Since this time, you have not had Koshiako. You have not been malfunctioned. You have not died. You have not been poisoned. Why are you choosing another mother? If your child came home and told you, Mommy, your food is not nice anymore. I'm going to Frankie's, food, uh, to, to Frankie's mom to eat. How would you feel? Mother Caris have been feeding you. Now you, you, are, you, are, you are tired, so you want to come to Mother FSC. FSC, we will kill you. Because the food design there is not for you. I know that you are not comfortable. I'll move on. <laughs> to the man inherited, to the man was disabled. He was stagnant in his life. He grew, he was born with other friends in the community. They were all crawling until one day he saw his mates walking. And he asked the mother, when will I walk? He so will take time, you will walk. One year, two years, three years, 40 years. Hmm. Look at your business. You've been crawling. Look at your marriage. It's still at the crawling stage. When will it also stand up and reflect the testimony of God? Stagnancy, near syndrome, shame. All of a sudden, his face started going to school. He was not going to school. Listen to me. You can be a fool for five years, but not at the age of 40. From today, your life will no longer be stagnated. From today, your life will move forward. Because God is able, not disabled. He's able to raise you up. He's able to make you stand. He's able to make all grace abound. He's able to save you from the uttermost. He's able to keep you from stumbling. God is able to keep you from stumbling. Can somebody shout hallelujah? I cancel every disabilities. I say I cancel every disabilities in your life. 
Can you say amen? amen? I like the third point. Not only he was disabled, but he was carried. Someone say carried. carried. I didn't say courage. I said carried. carried. I'm talking about lifting. Hmm. Can you imagine this man is 40? Yet somebody is carrying him. Men are still feeding him. Like the song said, God will turn around this situation. My question to Carrie's ministry this morning, who carries you in life? Who carries you in life determines how far you go. True or false? I'll give you 10 over 10. <clears throat> Who is carrying you will determine how far you should go. Who is carrying your pastor that making you coming into contact with miracles? It is the, it's Christ, it's the Holy Spirit that is carrying your pastor. But as for you, I don't know who is carrying you. Because who carries you must carry you to your sources. There was a situation in 2 Samuel 4 4. The Bible says that there was an outbreak of war, and uh, the nurse that looks after Mephibosheth. Have you heard about Mephi? Okay. The nurse took Mephibosheth and about to escape. She carried Mephibosheth. Her intention was to escape. But something happened. And she dropped Mephibosheth. From that day, she be he became a cripple. A king and a royal seed has now become a cripple. I'm here to let you know whoever carries you when the circumstances, when the storms blow, when the test of time comes, I can assure you that not many will say courage you. They will drop you like they drop Mephibosheth. I came to let you know, know who carries you in life. You have surrounded yourself with many people. This is my tight friend. This is my close friend. This is my body body. This is my covenant of which one is which. Show me your friend and I'll tell you who you are. The Bible says that you shake hands with a fool, a fool you become. Know that the, 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 the currency of a friendship is adversary. The currency of a true friend is adversary. When adversary comes, then you know whether they are carrying you or they are dropping you. If you're a friend of Pastor Nab and you cannot stand with me in my shame, you can't stand with me in my shame, then you are not a friend. Oh, 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 I said, then you are not a friend. You must know, Caris, you, we must know our friends. Yeah. I, I said, we must know who our friends are, our true friends, those who carry us to the right places. Yeah. In this prayer and fasting, yeah. 
Redefine your relationship. And stop parking. Are you working for United Nations? That you want everybody to be your friend. Listen to me. The promise is for one person. The promise of God is one person. It's to Abraham. Then his descendant. You better check it. Because some will come around you. They will carry you to wrong places. And you will lose the seed that God has given you. I pray that in this fasting, God will turn this thing around for your favor. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Hallelujah. Uh Oh, you didn't say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you spiritually in the night, they carry you to some places. Anytime you sleep, you find yourself in Mankasim Market. Anytime you sleep, you find yourself in Yee Street Market. What are you doing in your dream? Sometimes you dream and you find yourself eating with friends. Consistent, consistent, consistent. Let me tell you something. If you dream like that, uh, it means that someone is carrying you to somewhere. Am I talking to someone here? Do I have a witness here? There was a time I took the church on a retreat and I was saying stuff like this. Then this lady said, Pastor, sit down, let me, let me explain to them because I was there. That is how the woman opened my eyes. He said, sit down. They don't understand what you are saying. Me, I was a candidate. He began to explain. They'll take you on a journey. First time it will be like a journey. Oh, I found myself, I was in my town. You are in London. What are you doing in your town? <laughs> like you, you can't go to your town. And Christians wake up in the morning and say, what a dream. Today, I saw my grandfather who was dead. And we were even chatting. What has the dead got to do with the living? Whoever carries you, me, I'm not praying for anybody, but it's in my preaching. I say, whoever carries you in the night, today we paralyze him in the name of Jesus. Today will be the last day to carry your womb, to carry your dignity, to carry your life, to take it somewhere, to distribute it, to contaminate it, to mess it up. Today, by the ocean upon my life and the favor upon this earth, we send expiry date to every flight. Today is a cancellation of flight. Let them try it. They will not even discover them like Malaysian Airlines. It's only me who know where Malaysian Airlines is. It's the book of Revelation. I'm not going to show you because when I show you, you go and tell them and you, the money wouldn't come to me. Who is carrying you? The Bible says that behold the days are coming says the Lord God that I will send a famine on the land not a famine of bread nor a test of for water but of hearing the words of the Lord. There will be a famine of hearing the words of the Lord. People will move from conferences to conferences from, from programs to programs but they will not hear the word of the Lord. He said from sea to sea you can go to manpower. You can go to woman power. 
You can go to morning glory. You can go to afternoon glory. People will be moving because God is about to create a famine of hearing the word of the Lord. Not the word of God, but the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is different from the Bible. The word of the Lord is the word that proceeded out of the mouth of God to come into a situation, resolve the situation, and tell you that tomorrow by this time, there shall be famine. That is the word of the Lord. Can somebody shout hallelujah? So, Pastor, can't we go to Mauricio? Go. Since you started Caris and you've been giving special seed to Benihim, have you ever met him? You are in Caris. You are giving seed. Check your phone number. Look at the prophets you have them lying down. I have prophecies in my stomach. I pray that you will understand where I'm coming from. Who is carrying you? And what is carrying you? When your back is against the wall, <laughs> what comes out? When you are pressed to the wall by circumstances, my sister, what is going to come out of you will determine whether you break through or not. When life suffocates you, something must come. The Bible says that greater is he that is on the inside. What is coming out of you is he greater? Who is carrying you and what is carrying you? False teachings. People like to. We, you see, church. I don't know. Oh God. We like to create, create church out of something. Look at Peter and John. When they saw the transfiguration, they said, Ah, Jesus, forget about those down there. Ah, ministry has started. Let's build Moses' ministry international. Elijah's ministry incorporated. Jesus, your own is ultimate ministry. And let's stay here. Just one vision. They want to build a church on it. And God stepped in. I thank God that he stepped in. Shut up! Listen to my son! He's the one who is going to build the church. Not you building three tabernacles here. You just say, oh, 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 sorry. Today when we have revelation about Apple, Blessing apple for someone to eat to have healing. We build church on apple eating. <laughs> Everybody should bring up this Friday. This Friday, bring the green one. Oh, hey! am I talking to someone here? Hey, this Saturday is fasting. <laughs> Look for the one from uh, South Africa. God has moved beyond the apple. Man of God. Jesus gave us his church. He's coming for it. What we have done with it, he's coming for it. That's why this time he's not coming like lamp. And when someone is coming like a warrior, then you know. Whether you built on his foundation or you built on the things you see. 
If you find a place and you have witness in your spirit, stay. Have you died since you came here? Look at someone's face. He said, I tell the person, I saw you when you first came. Let me move on quickly. Listen to me. The man was being carried by friends who were going nowhere. The Bible says he sat by the gate. A place where he can make decision. He can't make decision. Church, listen to me. Learn to make decision. For blind Bartimaeus, he did not wait. He couldn't wait for Jesus to pass because he has made a decision that when this man passes here, by hook or crook, I must draw his attention. You know where you are sitting looks like where you are coming from, then change it. Okay. You know where God has picked you that it was rough, it was poor, it was desolate, and now you find yourself in the same situation, then it calls for decision. True? Prodigal son said, hey, hey. Now my eye clear. Let me go back home. Because it is not what I thought it was. He has to make a decision of going back. Because the environment he was living in was too hostile. Was no going where. When pastor declared fasting, some people are still eating beggar. That's when anytime you dream, cows are chasing you. Because the last time he checked, you ate his brother. And you ring, Pastor. To him, Pastor, I, I had a dream. I had a dream. Lions were chasing me. Uh, zebras are chasing me. Even the hyena, they were crossing me. Are, are you living in a zoo? There was a spiritual barrier, invisible barrier that this man could not cross. His friend would take him as far as to the gate, but they would not take him further. You can come as far as to that and something happens. You can apply, you can get some project going and it cannot get past finishing. There was an invisible line that he could not cross. Not that he cannot cross. It was determined by friends that you can't cross the beautiful gate. I came to let someone know that by the reason of the favor of this house, I break every satanic barrier. I, I, I say I break every satanic barrier. Time will not permit me. Let me just jump. Because after so many years of frustration, you are 40, still unmarried. 40, you have all the degrees. Now your, your certificate has become a wallpaper, decoration. 
at the age of 40, you look at it and you say, hey, you see, I just finished my master's. You can finish your teachers. You can finish whatever. But if there's a limitation upon your life, you ain't going nowhere. But today, it will be lifted. I said today, it has to be lifted. Today, it has to be lifted. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? So the Bible says that one day, someone say one day. Let me start preaching now. One day, there is a day that is appointed unto you. May I announce to you that some of you, today is your day. Uh, 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 you didn't hear. I said today is your day of turning around. Man of God, the man sat and was expecting. In this fasting, you must position yourself to expect. You must strategize yourself and say, I don't care who stand by my left. I don't care who stand by my right. I don't care who stand before me. I came here alone. I was born alone. My miracle is alone. I am here to connect. Is it not 24 years that cast their crown? When they make power past power, they, they saw the crown does not work here. In this fasting, put your degrees aside. Put your makeup, number seven, all array, obsession, put it aside. If you have to roll, roll. Put the Brazilian and Ghanaian hair, put it aside. You don't know, you think fasting is easy? Fasting is warfare. Put everything aside. Remove every hindrances. If you are here to roll, Row. If you are here to somersault, anyhow, God will meet you. He was expecting. He was expecting. And James and John and Peter, they said that, oh, you expecting, right? But we are going to give you because when we give you silver and gold, it will not help you. That's the literal meaning. Silver and gold will not bring you to destiny. Silver and gold will not bring you to the kingdom. But the one we are giving you will bring you to the kingdom and kingdom wealth. Stop begging them. Some of you ladies that you are asking the men to buy Oster card for you, they will oyster you. They will oyster you. Go to Seven Sisters, Fridays, they line up there. Who they want to cook for so that they can get oyster. You open your mouth, close your mouth. We have lived here long enough. We've been in this country since 85. Some of you were not born. Say thank you. Okay. For staying because of you. I have to stay. Some of you. Hallelujah. Listen to me. When he stretched for his son. What have, what have you been expecting? What have you been expecting? Expectation of the poor will never be cut down. So what are you expecting? Hannah had one thing. He says, I need a meal for you, God. You have a problem. He bought the mind of God and saw that God has a problem. Because the priesthood, they need succession. And Eli's reign has come to an end. Hannah changed his prayer. Say, so give me a meal to give it back to you to replace this man. So that Shiloh 
will hear the word of the Lord. Say so next year by this time you have it. What are you expecting? Your expectation is not tied to the vision. It's not tied to this church. It's not tied to the kingdom. It's tied to yourself. Joseph's problem was because of the coat. It was self-exhortation. Proud that you, you don't have amazing colors. And God said, I want to use you, but there's self in you. I will deal with the self. When he went to Potiphar and they gave him another garment, he, he reminded himself of that. God said, we will take that one away. They threw him in prison. Now he was in prison garment. The self began to be destroyed. Now when he came back and they gave him a royal one, he, he didn't move him because he has seen it all. May every mantle that the enemy has placed on you, may it be removed right now in the name of Jesus. Any mantle of shame, mantle of disappointment, mantle of discouragement, mantle of non-achievement, mantle of setback, may the fire of the Holy Ghost destroy it completely. May the regal anointing come upon you. Ladies and gentlemen, the man was sitting down. So what are you talking about? I am used to money. You are used to certain things. That is why what God is doing, you can't see. You have carved in your mind a way that God has to meet you. If he doesn't meet you this way, oh, Dr. Entry will come and take his handkerchief and begin to wave and say things. He didn't say it. Like Naaman. He should have come out. Because every time he comes out, every time he waves, when he got to my tent, pastor didn't pray for me. All he said, he said, next year you will have it. What is next year? I need a touch. That is why we miss our miracles. That is why we miss our supernatural encounters. We are set in our mind. So we have some cave mentality that, hey, when it doesn't happen, go to the cave. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter said to John, this man, we have to teach him breakthrough mentality. So they heard his son. Say, we said, rise up. Rise up is not sit down. They heard his hand and he stood up. Ladies and gentlemen, in this fasting, there's a hand that is coming towards you. Malala. Holy Spirit. And the hand of the Lord came upon me and took me out and brought me in in the spirit and brought me into the valley full of dry bones. First of all, the hand of God must come upon you, not the hand of men. When the hand of God comes upon you, he brings you out in the flesh in in the spirit and bring you to your environment to show you when they touch his hand they brought him from his past they brought him from that mentality that this is my address no no this is not the address when he stood up the bible say oh for the first time the man stood he says Peter, 
I am standing. We say, yes, you are standing. Until now, your marriage has not stood. It's about to stand. Until now, your business has not stand. It's about to stand. Because the hand is coming upon you. There's a hand that is coming upon you. There's a hand that is coming upon you. There's a hand that is coming upon you. There's a mighty hand that is coming upon you. And when this hand come upon you, by the end of this fasting, you will stand. I said you will stand. I said you will stand. You have been crawling for a long time. But this is your season to stand. I say you've been crawling for a long time. But this is your season to stand. I say you are about to stand. You are about to stand. You are about to stand. Say I will stand. In Jesus mighty name. Hold it there. Not only he stood. But the Bible says. Strength. Came into his ankle. He gives strength to the weak. You have been weak in certain areas of your life. But strength is coming to you. I said strength is coming to you. Supernatural strength is coming to you. Strength from on high. is coming into your business. It's coming into your womb. It's coming into your children. It's coming into your marriage. It's coming into your plans. It's coming into your project. You have started a project. You could not finish. But strength is coming to you. Can somebody shout hallelujah. I am finishing now. I am finishing now because I see some of you standing already. I see your business standing already. I see your work standing already. I see your finance standing already. I see your standing already. I see your children standing already. I see your project standing already. I see your building standing already. I see Caris Ministry standing already. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Not only strength, not only strength came into his legs. For the first time, he said, Peter, I want to walk. He said, Yeah, you can walk. He took one step. He took another step. He said, Peter, I'm walking. He said, Yes. Because a hand came upon you. That hand gave you strength. That hand caused you to rise. That hand is causing you to go. Your business have never moved forward. You'll never progress in life. But this is the time. Your business is about to work. Your business is about to work. Your finances is about to work. Everything about you is about to work. Everything about you is about to move. There's going to be a movement. There's going to be acceleration. There's going to be a freaking anointing that will move you from grace to grace. Strength to strength. Favor to favor. Power to power. Riches to riches. Somebody... After 40 years, years. you're about to walk now. After 40 years, you have now begun life. Not by man's influence. Let them take their oyster card. Let them take their tapers. You are going to walk. I say you are going to walk. You are going to walk. Ladies and gentlemen, all of a sudden, he said, Peter, I, I want to leap. 
is there now. He can leap. That I say he walked and he leaped. He walked and he leaped. He walked and he leaped. And leaped. He walked. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Some of you, you don't understand. All these years, watch this. Wall has resisted him. Friends have resisted him. But the Bible said that we are running against the troop and we will leap over the wall. Any demonic war, any witchcraft war, any system war, any Babylonian war, you are about to leap over it. I say you are about to leap over it. You are about to leap over it. Carries ministry. Are you there? The hand that will come upon that will give you strength is the same strength that will cause you to leap. They can put demonic barriers from today. You're about to leap. They can place a knee trap because there is a spirit that will cause you to leap. Hey, the man leaped. He said, Peter, God bless you. But there's one thing I have to do. This is the day of joy. The day. The day of joy. This is the day of joy. The day of joy. The day of joy. He said, Peter, can I sing that song? He said, yes. For the first time, he stood up. Strength came in. He walked, he leaped, and now there is a song that God is about to give you. Watch this. It is not every song that is a song. Something will hit you that for the first time, your workplace, they'll be asking, what kind of song is this? You keep your mouth, you can't shut up. You try to control, it can't control. Because something is about to happen. And God will give you a new song. You were about to sing a song of praise. A song of deliverance. A song of the Lord. A song of joy. A song of praise. God is about to give you a song. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Let me end here. By saying. That there's a process. That God. Anytime God wants to do something, it's a process. Look at the process. Crawling to sitting. Sitting to standing. Standing to walking. Walking into leaping. Leaping into praise. Listen, gentlemen, listen to me. The final thing is that everybody saw the man. Is it not... Who used to hide at Burgess Park? When I'm driving, I say, hey, Pastor, how are you? Burgess Park over here. That was history. That was worse. 
We are talking about ace. Someone's story is about to change, and God will give you a new song. You were about to sing a song of praise, a song of deliverance, a song of the Lord, a song of joy, a song of praise. God is about to give you a song. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Let me end here. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.